Hello and welcome to today's Ladies Best Life podcast. I hope you're feeling really good today and so far life is going well for you. Doesn't matter whether it's a Monday that you're listening to this or a Wednesday, doesn't matter what day it is, but I hope you're feeling bloody fantastic. So slightly different one today. You guys know that I am very open and honest with you um, on pretty much everywhere. You know, my emails that go out, my social media, and especially my podcast. I feel like this is basically you and I sat here having a chat. And I tell you all, you're absolutely incredible at pulling this out of me without even knowing it. But today I wanted to go for a bit of a fun one because I'm all about connections. I'm all about, you know, if we've got something that we can talk about, I want to speak to you. And that's what I want to share with you today because, you know, I shared recently about the phase of amenorrhea that I'm going through. And a few of you reached out and it's brilliant to read that. I also share things about what's going on for me and Carl and how Bali is going. And today I just want to go into 10 things about me that you may or may not know. And it would be ace to see, to hear in any way, whether you've got any similarities, because that is how we connect, right? That is how we get to know each other a little bit more is having that one thing that we can match on and then talk about it from there. Because obviously you guys know that for me, helping to change the trajectory of the modern day woman to no longer be the bottom of the pile, no longer be bound to societal expectations, no longer literally just live because it's the way that your mother or your grandmother lived. That is what I'm here for. But actually, there's so much more about me as well. So 10 things about me. First one, obviously, I'm recording this from Bali for any of you who follow me on um, socials and have been actually listening on the podcast. And so you can probably tell that travel is the thing that's high up on my list. For me, this started from a very young age. I think I went on a plane for the first time with my mum at six months old. And I've just never been like, I, I basically can't go a year without going away. I'm really fortunate now to have a career that I fucking love, but also that enables me to travel. And that's why when I was um, single, it was really important to me that the person that I was connecting with could also travel as well. And obviously I've got that now and it's fucking incredible because we're both super passionate about what we do and we're both super passionate about traveling, experiencing and living life. And obviously, you know, if we do go down the route of starting a family, that's going to probably get quite a lot trickier. So we really do want to do this kind of like pre-baby blowout and make sure that we are living life to the full worst we can. Um, because I'm sure maybe, I have no idea, traveling could still happen with children in tow, but I can imagine it's going to be a little bit more complex. So massively living it up. So for me, freedom and exploration to go and travel are probably number one for me. Absolutely number one. The second thing about me is potential. So from a very young age, I have always wanted to do well. But I actually think behind that in my earlier years, especially in my fucking teens, was all about fitting in rather than excelling, even though I completely bossed my GCSEs and also when I went to college as well. I, When I get my teeth stuck into something, so for example, when I was at college, even though I was still being an absolute fucking party animal, and I don't know how I got three Bs, but because I, I had autonomy over what I chose, so I did health and social care double, psychology and sociology and I fucking loved them I absolutely loved it so that meant that even though for three days at the weekend I was gone like I was an absolute nightmare to be fair but hey I 
still had energy and passion and desire to learn my craft at the time. And for me, I think, although when I was younger, it's very much about fitting in. Like I used to smoke, I drank, I took drugs. And that was all just to fit in, right? Because I wanted to be loved and accepted by other people. (laughs) Excuse me. But what I found as I got older is that one, I don't need validation from other people. And two, potential is really important to me. So potential doesn't mean, you know, earning the most money or running the fastest race. It's about stepping into your best place. It's about learning about yourself and taking yourself to the next level within the current circumstances. So you could be a busy mum, full-time career, you've got three kids, husband's not so helpful at home. There are still ways for you to tap into your potential. The reason why you probably believe you can't is because maybe you're fucking tired. You're not addressing your own needs enough. So then thinking about exploring potential is like, nah, bruv, ain't got energy for that. So that's another one for me. Third one, you're going to know this. I'm a foodie. And this is why I love working with women who are also foodies. Like if someone just came to me and was like, nah, food is fuel. I'm not bothered about I'm not bothered about, you know, uh, meals out or celebrating with food or, you know, I don't care if the avocado and eggs taste significantly better because you have this on that on it, then I'm probably not going to be the right coach for you. But for me, I, I'm just such a foodie. Like when me and Carl were talking about, you know, we were, I think we we're a week away from coming to Bali and we were like, what I said to him, what are you most excited about? And he was like, experience, I'm going to go see this, I'm going to go see that. And I was like, mine's food. <laughs> the food in Bali is incredible and they make it really healthy and really delicious and he was like I fucking knew you'd say that so I'm a foodie the next one is an animal lover obviously I'm dog mum to Rodney and I still am dog mum and for any of you who are questioning it which I've had so many fucking messages about it it's mad um he is and always will be my baby obviously he's at my friends at the minute which is incredible and he's got another dog there called Nancy and so much fucking love because she's also working from home she's got a little boy as well but coming to Bali has really made me realize how much I love, like any dog that I can, because some of them don't really like humans that much, but any dog that I can, I will stop and stroke. Any cat I can, I will stop and stroke. And I really do feel uplifted once I've had, um, I suppose, interaction with animals. So I am 100% an animal lover. I love them to pieces and I find them curious, you know, we can learn a lot from them. This one you may think I've already covered, but actually, chocolate the one thing I couldn't live without I was speaking to Carl a few weeks ago and it was like right what's your favorite food and I was literally hands down like chocolate I love it in it could be ice cream it could be chocolate protein powder actually just chocolate and chocolate fudge brownie with ice cream is my literally my favorite thing on earth you know when people say what would you what your kind of like your if you're on death row what's your three course meal be mine would be chocolate fudge brownie chocolate fudge brownie chocolate fudge brownie all with ice cream, please. Maybe salted caramel ice cream. Uh, from this place, actually, in Bali called Etor. Fucking incredible. Absolutely unreal. So chocolate is the one food that I couldn't live without. Um, and I would never allow myself to live without it. The next one is I am fucking headstrong. You probably will get this because I'm quite blunt in the way that I speak. I am compassionate. Obviously, I, could, I couldn't do my job without that. But I am headstrong. I will do what I want to do. And this is why I really understand as humans, I can't tell the people I work with what to do because I don't want to be told what to do. And this is where, you know, when when I have that initial connection call with someone who's wanting to work with me, I'm not pushy. I don't want them to make a decision without their partner unless they feel like they have that autonomy and they're ready to take that leap. I will not treat other humans in a way that I 
cannot be treated myself. And part of being headstrong is, um, I think it's a blessing. Some people see it, see it as a curse or maybe a little bit intimidated by it. But actually, when you're headstrong, when you know what you want, when you get after what you want, it's a fucking game changer. And I think it comes from spending years of my life from investing into understanding who I am, first of all, so gaining self-awareness and then figuring out how I'm going to get there. The next one is impatient. And this is something that actually my mum has said to me for many years throughout my life. You're so impatient. Oh my God, like your impatience is, is the worst thing about you, blah, 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 blah. And actually, I'm not. Like I, I am when it comes to personal standards. So if I'm waiting for food, especially if I'm hungry, I'm impatient. If I'm waiting for something to be done by one of the team and they've said it's going to be done by Wednesday at six and it's not done by Wednesday at six, that's when I'm like, oh my God, how long do I have to wait? I just want stuff done now and like literally now because. I'm an action taker as well and I get stuff done but actually when it comes to coaching club and I hope this transfers to children when we have them but when it comes to coaching club I am so fucking patient because I don't have expectations and I understand the journey is hard we've simplified it in as many ways as possible but it's not an easy journey you know it requires so many things of change so many processes of change and actually I respect that you know so when it comes to coaching I am so fucking patient. And I love that about me because I it wasn't until I stepped into the coaching realm that I really got to see that actually, yes, I am impatient in a lot of situations, like queuing for me is a nightmare, but I'm actually where I need to be. I'm as patient as a saint. So have that, mum. Uh, the next one is I love a spa. So last a uh, couple of weeks ago, actually, we went to a spa and went for a facial luckily we were told in advance because our friends went and they had um a facial that's like a dead skin be gone one right luckily they told us it was quite painful and we were like yeah whatever fuck it it'll be fine it was a blackhead extraction oh my god oh my god i literally felt like she was trying to dig out my face i could not believe how painful that was but i'm the type of person who if something's painful but it gets me where i want to get to I will absolutely do it. I'm a bit weird like that. I don't know if anybody else is, but I love a spa day. It's one of my favorite things to go with my mum and my sister. I can't wait to do this when I'm back um, and go for a spa day and literally put your fucking robe on, go and be treated like a queen for the day and just chill. It's insane. I love it. The next, the second to last point is I'm curious to learn how to do more, how to be more, how to evolve more. So this is similar to potential. But I am and have like, so I get stuck, right? I'm the same with all of us. The reason why I started the coaching club was because I got stuck, was because I was overwhelmed and I couldn't carry on going as I was. And I literally had that moment, that fucking pivotal moment where I was like, something has to change. It's not something can change at some point or I want to change someday. I was like, done. I am done with this. And in that moment, that is when I was like, right, it was a big investment to work with Phil Graham, but it was so fucking worth it because I had to get from the place where I was, which was stuck. I needed to get out of that into a position of in the driving seat again, in control. And this is why like my curiosity for learning is only ever expanding. It's only growing. You know, I don't ever think I'll get to the place where I'm like, right, completed it, bro. You know, we're going down so many more avenues at the minute inside coaching club of learning about behavioral change, learning about nutrition, about health, about blood work. Like we're constantly learning because we want to always help the ladies better. 
And when I'm better, when I'm performing better, when I'm healthier, when I'm more energized, when I've got better boundaries, I'm better for everybody in my life. And that's where my curiosity for learning comes from. And the final one, you can probably tell this from the way I speak, I hope you can anyway, is I'm so excited by life. And that has, I would say that's been a thing that's fairly common for me. There have obviously been moments where I felt really scared by life, leaving James, even when I went down the, um, looking at my relationship with food, I was like, shit, am I heading into an eating disorder? Um, there's been moments where I've really like gone through big identity shifts. Like when I decided I realized I did want children and thank fuck I realized at the age of 30 rather than any much later. Um, that was scary for me because it was scary because I really thought I knew myself. And the more we work on ourselves, the more we peel back the layers of conditioning and what we've been taught by other people and maybe protection barriers as well. So for me, the no kids thing was a protection because I was scared because of what happened in my childhood. But as we start to peel back those layers of the onion, we really start to understand ourselves. And as we do that, it's scary. We can feel quite isolated. But actually, when we move past those uh, foggy patches, it gets exciting. And I, like, I'm excited by life anyway. I get to go to the gym every day if I want to. I get to have a facial every six to eight weeks if I want to. I get to have great connections and relationships because I put myself out there. I get to be coached by some incredible people because I save money on spending money on shit that I don't want and need. And I put it into that. And that makes me so excited for life. So ready for life. So ready to extract the most I can from it, to tap into my potential, to travel the world, to eat the food I love and to connect with people across the globe. So yeah, today wasn't really anything of potentially any value, but I hope you found it a nice listen and something that you can be like, yeah, you know what? I'm that. And this could be something for you to do. 10 things that are outside of you being a mom or someone who works in the career that you work in. It's just 10 things that are outside of those things. Have a little think about it, get them down on paper and it will probably feel good if you talk about it. And if you want someone to voice note it too, my inbox is always open. Have an incredible day.